Hi, welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, we are talking about a crazy trip that I booked, um, which I will explain in a bit more detail shortly. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue... That dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So, hold on, let me just open my drink. Oh, oh. Oh, that smells very fake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks like you're drinking a monster. I am. I, am. I mean, I'm not oh. sure there's much real about that, is there? No, I don't think I've had this one before. It's just like, I think it's just one of the standard no, like, no sugar ones. Right. But... It smells like it smells like a bag of Haribo. It doesn't have always. It doesn't have any sugar in it because always it will kill me. But yeah, what, it what smells like a bag of like off Haribo? What color flavor is it? Just they're normally colors, aren't they? Yeah, they, this one just says Monster Energy Zero Sugar. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Maybe, maybe it's like the original flavor. I always find it weird because they never have like I saw a purple one earlier, and I was like. What flavor is this? And it doesn't say. It's it's purple, Ryan. That's that's the flavor. That's the flavor. <laughs> it's it's what they think purple would taste like. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. basically Monster Energy is the equivalent of uh, Willy Wonka's chocolate battery. <laughs> the, the purple berry tastes like purple. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought because uh, we we're recording on a Friday evening rather than a Sunday morning, so I thought. Mm. Probably not a good idea to do an energy drink at half nine, but there we go. I mean, it wouldn't be your, your first time. Yeah, it happens quite often. <laughs> in fact, every time we play video games in the evenings. There you go. There you go. And and every day that you don't play video games in the evenings. <laughs> no, that's a, well, <laughs> the story of um, a guy in the week. He had a heart attack. He was doing four large Red Bulls a day. Okay, nice. For like like every day, like for like four years, that'll do it. And you think, yeah, that that that'll do it. That'll do it. Do you reckon he just like was just constantly shaking? Well, because I think I think I'm right in saying that like a normal Red Bull has as much caffeine in it as a standard <laughs> cup of coffee. Uh, oh, caffeine, right? Okay. Obviously, it's got other things in it that help energize you. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of caffeine contents, I think it's about the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't imagine doing four Red Bulls in a day. Four coffees in a day, yeah. But obviously, there's others, but coffee doesn't have all of the stuff that Red Bull has in it. Yeah. 
He's fine, by the way. That's why I'm talking about it. Like, oh, he's, he's he survived, did he? Yeah, he's all right. Like, well, he's not all right, but he's he's fine. He he was having a heart attack, so he ran to the hospital. Yeah, it's like it's ten miles away. He was there in five minutes. He, he drank a red bull and he, and he flew there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the reason. So this episode, obviously, we were going to be talking about. Where were we going to be talking about next? Was it? Oh, it's Liberty Square. Yeah, that that would have been the next next land. Yeah, but we we took we took a little pause on that on our trip around Magic Kingdom just to talk about a trip that I booked and I can finally talk about it on the show because I know many people that follow me on Twitter would have already seen that I've talked about it um, because my wife doesn't follow me on Twitter as as far as you know as far as I know <laughs> you know she just acts really surprised the other day. <laughs> 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 You've been following me for years, Ryan. She- yeah. <laughs> um, so what I, I basically booked a trip to Walt Disney World at the end of August this year, which is incredibly optimistic. Right. Um, and I know people are saying probably not the, the smartest thing to do in the world. You're booking a trip to America in the middle of a pandemic. And I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Disney. But it but that you know that being said you know we're in a fortunate position obviously our obviously our kid piper many people know that already um won't be vaccinated but donna and i will be fully vaccinated by that point i'm getting my second vaccination next week and i know it doesn't make me immune and i know it doesn't make it i know i can still pass on the virus to other people but you know in terms of travel opening up it, it looks like august could be possible for america yeah, nothing's been announced yet, has it? Nothing's been announced, but I think yeah. of all the candidates, America is looking quite strong. Um, yeah, I think it's meant to be open... Is it May? End of May, like 17th of May or something like that. Right. But yeah, we don't know for sure yet. Like, There's nothing really concrete, but my thinking was if America gets added to some kind of green list, which mm-hmm. is what we've been talking about here in the UK, um, then prices are going to go up, like without a doubt. Right, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's it's going to happen, isn't it? So I thought, okay, I'm going to book the, the the flights, and if they get cancelled or, or moved, and I get flight vouchers, I, mm-hmm. like, I'm fine with that. I'm definitely going back to Florida at some point in my life. Um, and Disney will just move the trip, no problem, like no questions asked. Right. So I'm like, in reality, <laughs> I, I'm not really losing anything by booking this trip. I might yeah, think there's no financial risk as such. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I've already spent the money on flights, and I'll get that back in vouchers, which isn't cash. But yeah, it's not the end of the world. I will be going back to Florida. Do you have to? Do, did you pay a deposit? I paid the flights the, up front. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you you always have to pay for the flights up front, don't you? Well, unless you get it as part of a package. But with yes. the when you booked through Disney, was it just a deposit? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I wasn't sure. Like, given, uh, I suppose it's a few months off, isn't it? Like yeah, four... yeah I, think I, I think I'm going to pay it in July. Right, okay. I'm not going oh. until the end of August. Oh, okay. I think it was July. So that by that point, I should know what's going on, really. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I just thought, worst case scenario, like, it doesn't happen. We move the trip. Mm-hmm. You know, it will be a shame, but it is what it is. We are in a pandemic. I get it. Best case scenario, we get to go to Disney World for the first time with our daughter for obviously I should say that I bought this because it's done it was Don's 30th this week so I addressed Piper as Minnie Mouse 
made my own little tickets to Walt Disney World, and that's how we revealed it. If you go to my Twitter, um, at Ryan Oggs, R-Y-A-N-O-G-S, you'll see it in one of my recent tweets. Um, but yeah, I just thought, screw it, you know, if it happens, it happens. I mean, if it does happen, I'm in for the best September, October of my life, really. <laughs> because, well, August, September, October, really, because I'm going... Yeah. So we're due to fly out. I think it's, it's I know I don't know why. I never remember when I'm meant to be going on holiday. I always forget the dates as well. It really is a problem that I have, like a consistent problem that I have. <laughs> um so we're supposed to be flying out on the 27th of August, which is a Friday. Okay. Um, the okay. reason so I booked with BA, and the reason I booked with BA and not Virgin, you know, two reasons really. One I booked premium with BA and the prices were good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, really good. Like surprisingly good for premium. I mean, there's yeah. still more, you know, there's still not as cheap as economy, obviously. Of course, it's the cheapest yeah. I've seen premium in a, you know, ever. Premium is a very funny thing because it's like, it can fluctuate quite a lot in terms of the pricing. Like sometimes yeah. it's not a lot of difference between like if, you know, when you're looking at upgrading or whatever like that, it's not a lot of difference. You think, how yeah well it was it was so but, good that i was like oh i wonder what first class is and then i was like oh okay <laughs> um and obviously the, the, the bonus is that because piper is under a certain age we don't have to pay for her set like yeah. and the same applies for disney we're not paying for piper's ticket or anything like that mm-hmm, for disney mm-hmm. um so yeah i managed to book premium and that's really thanks to you know i've been fortunate enough to and as as have you have and i know not everyone's been as fortunate as us to remain in a stable job during the pandemic, not yeah. being able to go outside and, and see people and, and go to the pub and all that kind of thing. We've been able to save a bit of money and, and you know, why would I not spend it on a holiday? Mm-hmm. And I know many people are going to, going to say, well, you said you wouldn't stay at Disney again. What are you doing? Um, it is my daughter's first trip. And of course we're going to stay at Disney. Yeah. There really isn't much for her to do at Universal yeah not really are you even are you even going to go to universal do you think unsure unsure yeah i think we might because i think she'll she'll really enjoy um dr zeus right okay Mm -hmm. beyond that there's not much there for her like being honest yeah yeah Um, i mean like even even when she gets sort of a few years older there's like it's it's limited isn't it she's gonna be probably eight or nine or even ten before she can start going on stuff at universal yeah. Um, yeah, unless she's an incredibly tall child, which is very unlikely given Donna and I. <laughs> but so, so I, th- I think we probably will do Universal for a day. Um, and I think what we will do, and not we've not done it in a long time, is probably go to SeaWorld. And again, right, not, not to do the coasters, although if it's quiet, then we'll swap and just do, mm-hmm. do one. It, it you know, she, Piper absolutely loves animals and she'll just sit and stare at them. Um, so if, if that's still the case in, in August, then we'll we'll book just a day past the SeaWorld. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the reason why we're staying at, at Disney. It really is because it's like a family trip. I think the next time you and I go, I've got almost no doubt that we would be staying at Universal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I understand. I completely understand, like, you know, wanting to take your child, especially for the first one, to a Disney hotel um it's easy we don't drive like we can go on a disney bus we're probably not going if we go to universal it'll be one day if we go to yeah. SeaWorld, it'll be one day 
Yeah. But for yeah. the rest of the trip, we just use Disney buses. We're not going to be using Uber or anything like that. How how do you um do do Ubers do um child seats? <laughs> they do, yeah. Right. Okay. I think you have there's a like a certain size car that does them. Right. Okay. Okay. So yeah, they do they do offer them. They do offer them. Yeah, I was because um, I was going to say like how what would be the best way to get around. Um, but yeah, Ubers would do the job then. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and I was kind of umming and ahhing about which Disney hotel to book, um, kind of knowing the fact that it wouldn't really make a difference to Piper because she's not going to remember. Like, if like, I book- like how you like it doesn't really make a difference, <laughs> but like, like it might do a little bit. Well, like she's not going to remember if we stayed at the well, no. or or uh, All Stars. You know, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, um, yeah. the cheapest hotel. Literally, I booked the cheapest hotel. Um, that was available, which was one of actually one of our favorites, Coronado Springs, which is crazy, really, isn't it? Insane! Like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, all the rooms have been refurbished in the last three years or so. And okay. mm-hmm. Last time I stayed there, we were at a room that hadn't been done yet, and it was still fine. You know, I still enjoyed the trip for two weeks. Um, I didn't go for the tower. Uh, we went just for one of the one of the standard rooms. Could have gone for the tower, right. but I thought again, it's not really going to make a difference to us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whether we're in the tower or not. You know, if we, if we want to go to the bar, we can. I mean, I doubt that we will because we've got Piper. Yeah, we were just kind of like I just you know just book a standard room. We've stayed in the standard rooms twice before, so we know the hotel very well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tends to be a quieter resort. It's got a massive pool, which is, which is great because we're probably going to be spending a bit more time in the resort. Yeah, mm-hmm. understandable. Well, yeah, that, that you know it all kind of aligned up perfectly. So Colorado Springs, and um, we're staying for fifteen nights as well. Nice, nice. Which is a yeah, which is a good period of time. And the reason that I went for one extra is because I looked at it and just thought, ah, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds as good as re- a good reason as any, Ryan. Yeah, well, like kind of Donna works like three days a week. And like she can kind of move like one day, so that like she usually does Monday, Tuesday, Friday, but she could do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And right. if we're flying on the Friday, she's still she's still only taking two weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought I knew that she could do that, so I just kind of booked the Friday and, and gave us an extra day out there. And I thought I wasn't I, I wasn't sure on how Piper would handle the flight and the jet lag. So I thought if we need to take a bit more time, we have to get up later in the first day. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, presumably, presumably they're going to be tiring days. <laughs> like, I mean, we went your to, first yeah. time going around with a, with a child. We went to Drusilla's. So for those of you that don't know, Drusilla's is basically like a, I wouldn't call it a theme park. It's more of a, it's more of a small zoo that happens to have a few rides in it. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm only saying because a lot of people in the UK I spoke to this week didn't had never heard of Drusilla's, which surprises which surprises me. Like I don't know if that's uh, maybe it's a very local thing because obviously we, be, growing up in this area we know we know about it. Yeah, but, like I feel like I've seen adverts on telly for it, but maybe 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 they're sort of like local adverts. Yeah. I'm not sure. So so it's, we went to Drusilla's with Piper this week, kind kind of like to just test. Well, I again I booked it without. For kind of Don's birthday didn't tell her about it but right. I was like this will be a good thing like good to test the waters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Piper did not like any of the rides really okay okay which was uh which is interesting 
<laughs> but some of them were quite they're still quite small but she's only like, she's only 10 months old yeah some of them are a little bit fast i don't think we're gonna have too much of a problem at disney especially at magic kingdom they're all pretty slow yeah um you don't think she'll be on rock and roller coaster anytime soon i don't think so unless i can like put her in the backpack and just put her under my feet oh <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like why is that bag moving it's fine it's fine don't worry about it don't worry about it um but we got home from that day it was like a 10 till 4 so it, it wasn't even like your typical disney day it was a short yeah. day yeah i've not felt that tired in, in a <laughs> long long time yeah it was you know we were I, I was asleep by 10 which those of you that know me i don't usually it's go unheard of much before one like on on like a, a work night a school night yeah and i was i was asleep by 10 or half 10 maybe um so this is going to be yeah it's going to be an intense trip for sure yeah especially in the heat and yeah it's august yeah. it's going to be hot but i thought because yeah. you and i are supposed to be going later in september kind of the end yeah. of september Mm-hmm. I thought I can't really book it for like May would be stupid because who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. June and July, yeah. I thought I could do June and July, but it's school holidays. End of August is kind of end of school holidays, going into early September, which tends to be a bit quieter, mm-hmm. other than Memorial Day weekend, which we are there for. Um, but I thought this is probably the best possible time to go during the pandemic, if it's still kind of rampaging and travel does open up then August is probably our best bet. Right, right. What made what made you not go for sort of like an October, November time? Mainly because kind of we were already going late September, October. Right. Donna wanted to, like, whenever, whenever I've spoken to Donna about Disney, we, we obviously talk about Disney a lot in this, in this house. <laughs> um, and for our honeymoon, we were there kind of late end of October. We, we arrived at the end of October and then we're there for three weeks. So yeah. Of, basically into the middle of November. And by the middle of November, like I wasn't cold, but I don't get cold. Uh, I, I was still sweating every day. Right. It was so I was getting a bit chilly. Right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I could leave it like, could leave it to then, but it might be a bit chilly for Don. So I kind of went August and mm-hmm. then if we need to move it, we'll, we'll move it. But that was kind of the thinking behind why to go then. Colorado Springs, as I said, mainly... It was a really good price, and the fact that it's it's relatively quiet. We've stayed there before. We know the resort well. All that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So you know, yeah, we could have stayed at All Star Music and or or Pop Century and or even Art of Animation, and that's visually better for someone that will be just over a year when we go. But mm-hmm. it's not really going to make a damn bit of difference to her. No, no, that's the thing. Yeah. And and if she was three or four. This is a different story. Yeah. Yeah, it's understandable. So, yeah, that was the decision and the kind of booking process. But then there's this whole new things I've had to think about, which have stressed me out to no end. <laughs> so, like, obviously, we've been lucky enough to book premium, which does not happen every trip for us. Like, I'd love to say that I, that we had the money to spend on premium seats every time, but we don't. We did it for our honeymoon, but they were they were bought for us from our parents right yeah um, it's just that the prices this time around were were good but the thing that we need to think about is the is taking a baby on a flight on a not like 10 hour flight with us 
and so they they do carry cots which so we book two seats in premium towards the front and then in, in front of us they have those like little cots yeah yeah I, th- I think i know what you mean so you have to book those separately they're free to book oh okay you book them separately so i had to ring ba ba up and be like can i book this that's literally right in front of my seat yeah um and they're like yeah yeah let's book for you but it only goes up to 27.5 pounds piper is i mean is, piper is, oh wait wait you're yeah. talking about right piper is already like 22 pounds right <laughs> I mean, those that follow me on Twitter will see a lot of that is in the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> she does have she does have some uh, some uh, chunky cheeks, hamster cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even know. Like, come August, I mean, she should drop some some of that when she starts walking. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I booked it because like we may as well. Like. Yeah. I mean. I don't. Particularly... Uh, do you, did you say like it's, it's like a five pound difference? Was it? What's that between where where she is now and and what the limit is? Yeah, about that. Right. Okay. I've no idea how much how much uh, weight a child might gain in in three four months. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure because when she starts walking, it will start to kind of drop off a little bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I just thought I'll book it because I don't really want her sat on her laps for ten hours. Yeah, yeah, it's understandable. But we'll just see we'll see what happens. I think that's gonna be an interesting one. And I'm both fearful and excited to be that that person that's going to ruin everyone else's flight and premium. <laughs> I like how you said excited. Um, um I'm yeah. It. It's it's gonna be a completely different experience. Completely different experience. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it really is. I mean Part of me is like, well, I pay for the trip, so I'm, it's not my problem. <laughs> I, I'm just going to enjoy the booze. You you can be the person at the front just being like, sorry, sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting, like, getting these glares from people as the child is screaming. It's Yeah, it's gonna, it is going to be interesting because she's never been on a plane before. Yeah. <clears throat> so it, it could be an interesting one. But I am looking forward to it. <clears throat> Because I've never I've never travelled premium on, on BA before. Right. But like I was doing a bit of research and it looks like it's a better premium experience than Virgin, I have to say. Oh, is it? Is it? I've 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 never been I've I've been Virgin um premium, but I've not been BA. Um but that's interesting actually, because I, I I I've I've flown BA economy um to to the States. A couple of yeah. times and i would rate the virgin economy better than the ba economy i would agree with that yeah yeah um but yeah that's interesting about premium i mean the main reason we went with i went with ba is because i'm flying out of gatwick that is a that is a perk isn't it it's i mean i would tend to i would always lean towards gatwick because it's much closer for us than heathrow yeah yeah what um um flying back what what are you on the early flight Yes, I can tell you the flights actually. Um, let me just search my emails because because the the reason I say because I I was I when I was looking at flights the other week um, for our trip on mm. in September, just getting an idea of what sort of prices they were. I I looked at BA because I knew you'd booked 
with BA mm. just to see how the price compares. And they were a little bit more expensive, but yeah, they fly into Gatwick, but they don't fly in coming back. They don't fly into Gatwick with a late flight. It's only the early flight, it seemed. Yeah. Um, so we're, Which is a bit quirky. We're flying out at like 10.50 in the morning, which is kind of standard. Yeah, yeah. And on the way back, it's 5.10. Yeah, so they seem to do like the early flight uh, in the morning, goes out of Gatwick, and then it flies into Gatwick, back to Gatwick like early. So yeah. you got early, early, and then the other one's late, late, but the, the uh, that's Heathrow. Yeah, but for, like for us though, like I was thinking, like that's a that's a good time to, for for Piper because she can settle down on the plane, hopefully go to sleep. Yeah. So like it wasn't it wasn't it's weird. Like as I said, the things the different things you think about because normally you'd be like, oh, I want to book like the eight o'clock one because I get like three more hours in Disney World. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was just like, no, because five o'clock, she she like have something to eat, then go to bed, and hopefully if she sleeps then she'd be kind of on all right time on the way back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, um, I don't think you'll be getting much time on that last day to, uh, to visit any parks anyway. No, 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 I don't think so. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I think it's coming back to the premium experience at, um, oh, yeah. BA. It's called world traveler, world traveler plus. Um, so where the seats are wider, have greater recline lumbar support, um, going to be useful when there's a kid sitting on you for nine hours. Um, <laughs> a head and foot rest plus extra leg room to stretch out. That was again, it is more money, but I thought with the extra leg room to stretch out, if she's walking around and stuff, it's a bit better for her because she can just go mm-hmm. and wander in front of us a little bit. Um, and then obviously, you've got the standard stuff uh, personal entertainment system, noise cancelling headphones. Each seat has its own power supply, so you can use your own devo- devices. Um, and then they've got food and drink. Just finding the long haul, premium economy. Join glass of sparkling wine after takeoff and the starter main and dessert. During your flight, you can choose from snacks, hot, cold, and alcoholic drinks delivered to your seat, and they are unlimited. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Be required. <laughs> You just like you just like you see this child. Yes, keep the drinks coming. I'm I'm not going to name names, but I was talking to um someone that I work with earlier this week, and he was basically saying the solution to taking kids on long haul flights is to drug them. <laughs> um, he's got three kids, and he was just like, I just like he'll just um give them a Prozac, right, <laughs> and just knock them out for nine hours. Keep them, keep them sedated. I'm like, that doesn't, I was like, I get it, but that doesn't sound good. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, I completely understand, but it's probably frowned upon. Yeah, it's not, not great, is it? <laughs> um, I've also just seen that they, uh, the, the BA do have their own brew dog. You know, so I drink quite a bit of brew dog, punk IPA and stuff. They've right. got one called Jetstream that's made just for BA. Okay. I shall be drinking them out of that on that flight. <laughs> You're gonna be doing it, it's always sunny. Uh <laughs> the episode is fantastic. <laughs> Donna's just giving you horrendous looks as you're just drinking and she's trying to look after Piper. <laughs> That's one of my favorite episodes, actually. I do like that one. So yeah, you know, 
you get a proper like decent meals and stuff on on the premium um unlimited drinks that kind of thing so i, yeah. I thought yeah with the money that we saved through being in lockdown i thought i'm just gonna treat us to it for her mm-hmm. first trip mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna be nice just it'll be the best possible experience for piper being on a plane and having a bit more space and for you and donna to be fair yeah and that was the main reason that i did it it wasn't because you know yes it is yes it, is, it was a good deal but if it wasn't for piper i still probably would have gone economy i'm not uh, right i'm yeah. not that fussy about like i don't have to travel premium or anything like that <laughs> but uh, but yeah so that's that's the kind of the flight um and the reasons why we i went ba was primarily because of gatwick mm-hmm. and i think they're going to make a lot of, a lot of business through being at gatwick and version not being at gatwick potentially because it, it's just easy it, you know if, you, if you're flying out of heathrow for us right on the south coast it's probably easier to stay up the night before um that maybe, yeah, i mean it does it does take it does take is hell yeah i mean it does take a long time to get it like it, it's a significant even though like in terms of like um actual distance is not there's not a lot in it but it takes a long time extra to travel there and it's the, the way back is where it's a killer on the way there right it's exciting because you're going on holiday mm-hmm. on the way back you, like you get in at like 6 30 in the morning from florida and you just, <laughs> just want to get home <laughs> so obviously lots of new things to, to think about with it with a kid going to disney world Mm-hmm. something i've never had to think about or worry about um the other things for this year as as dan you and i know is park passes of course yeah they were starting to go in in june and i thought i'm just going to book them for when when we go in august um i've been i have been through the plan with Donna briefly now but not in full yeah so what i've tried to do is obviously i mean hollywood studios looking at hollywood studios for a one-year-old it's almost pointless yeah yeah i'm just trying to think of like i'll, I'll go through, actually, i'll go through the parks actually okay okay um, because we haven't really done this like the, we kind of i kind of mentioned it a few weeks ago but didn't go into mm. too much detail so i'll start at hollywood studios actually um alien swelling saucers ass nope millennium falcon really what ass is a no is it uh, 81 centimeters or taller oh okay okay I, I i would have thought that would be the sort of ride that you could have them on your lap i would think so too it's not exactly that aggressive is it no it's not <laughs> um but there we go smugglers run nope I, 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 what i'm doing is basically saying no to anything that has a height restriction okay okay um muppet vision yep any height cool Camaro coaster obviously not stinky dog dash <laughs> obviously not Star yeah. Tours, nope. Uh, Star Tours, interestingly, has a, a has a height restriction higher than Slinky Dog Dash. Okay, I mean, yeah. it, does, it does throw you about a bit, but if you're on the back row, it's the best place to be. <laughs> uh, Rise of the Resistance, no. Uh, although I will be going on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he said, um, I'm going on Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> Uh, that one kind of, kind of surprises me as well. Obviously, I've not been on it, but I think it's, there's a drop. I think there's a drop. I was, like oh, okay, okay. Um, Toy Story Mania, any height, which surprises me because it does kind of turn you around quite quickly. Yeah, it does spin you a bit, doesn't it? But I mean, 
it's it's probably spins you very similar to to ass. It does, yeah. I think, yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it was like we were just just this the other day, and it said, um, "We do not advise taking children under one year on this." And we were like, "Well, it's advisory," so we took her on it, and she hated it. <laughs> she read the sign, Ryan. She read the sign, and she knew you were, <laughs> you were doing she, her wrong. She was sat because it was like a two person, like it was one of those. It's like a um, magic carpet for Aladdin. Okay. Okay. But little cheetahs instead, right? So you kind of move it up and down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Donna was at the back, and I was a piper was sat next to me, and I was kind of holding her. And as soon as the ride moved, it went a little bit faster than we thought it would. Right. Okay. And she immediately was just like, "Nope, don't like nice. this." <laughs> and I tried to like moving the thing up nice and nice and slowly, and she was she started crying, and I was like, "She's like, this just, is making it worse." I'll just edge it back down. <laughs> So everyone else was like up at the top, and we were just like at the bottom, like <laughs> with us with a crying child. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, you love to see it. So I think another might be off. Um, and then Tower of Terror, obviously not. So that's that's Hollywood Studios done. So that was only two. She can, do, she can no, she yeah, she can do Muppet Vision and Midway Mania, Toy Story Mania. That yeah. is it. Which I mean. I mean, you're not going to get anything out of Midway Mania. Like, I don't even know how... Because if you held a child... If you were holding a child on that ride, you wouldn't be able oh, to actually... Shoot. Yeah, so it's kind of like, well, what's the point? It all depends on, on how she's going to be at that point. And it's almost impossible yeah. to predict because yeah. she'll be 14 months by that point. Mm-hmm. At that point, she might sit and just look at stuff and, and enjoy it. But she also yeah. might not want to sit still. In yeah, which case, yeah. I've got to hold like a daughter and I've got to hold her and, and not do the, the actual attraction. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, the, the pro about Hollywood Studios is they've got the shows. So they've got the Disney Junior shows. They've got Indiana Jones. You've got Fantasmic. Right. You've got Beauty and the Beast. Um, presuming all of those shows are back on, which currently they're not. Right. Okay. Okay. So right now, Hollywood Studios is it's completely pointless. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you reserved any days for it? Of course, I want to do Rise of Resistance. <laughs> you just like six. Yeah. <laughs> um, because what what I said to Donna is like, we still want to do stuff. So what we're going to do is, like, if I if I've got if I get a boarding pass for Rise of Resistance, I'm going to go off and do that. Piper will look off to the Donna if she wants to go and do Rise of Resistance. Piper will look Piper will look after, Donna, after Piper. <laughs> um, all the other way around. And. If if Donna wants to do rock and roller coaster, mm-hmm. we'll you know we'll do the same thing, and I'll look after Piper, and you know yeah, that's yeah. that's how it's going to work. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean that's that's fair, isn't it? Like you we're get a bit for, of enjoyment you know, out of it as well. We're there for fifteen nights, like yeah, I'll sit down and, and Piper will have an ice cream or some pop, popcorn or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the home studios, there is literally nothing right now with shows gone. For a twelve, for a, for a baby to enjoy, yeah, which is pretty bad, really. It is quite surprising, isn't it? Like as soon as you said that, I was like thinking, I can't think of much <laughs> that stands out. Interestingly, I can't see Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway on the list at all. Oh, okay. I don't know how fast that would go to know I, whether. I have a feeling it's got a height restriction. 
I, I imagine it would probably do any height. Oh, there you go. So that's good. There you go. That's that's not a that's fifty percent more rides suddenly there <laughs> going up going up from two to three. <laughs> exactly. I've just filtered. I've got. I found a different list now, which is okay. So there's a few more. Cool. Okay. There's not much. <laughs> Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. Okay. No, I'd, I'd rather not. <laughs> um, and Vacation Fun, an original animated short with Mickey and Minnie. Vacation. Um... That's quite new. That, that opened with Runaway Railway. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and then Walt Disney Presents. I'm sure a one-year-old is going to really enjoy the exhibits of <laughs> Walt Disney History. I mean, you never know, Ryan. It's, never know. It, we're like four months away. She might really get into the arts. She, she might do. She might yeah. do. Yeah. So, yeah. But that, that, that is it for Hollywood Studios. Um, let's pick another park at random. I'm going to go Animal Kingdom. Uh, filter by... Da, da, da. Why can't I filter by height? Any height. Yeah, here we go. So you've got a lot more here. And I think we we already think that Animal is going to be one of the parks that we spend most of our time at. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've already said that that she she, she uh, likes animals, and so that it's uh, yeah. that would be perfect, wouldn't it? Yeah. So you've got the like the trails. You've got the Discovery Island trails, the Gorilla Falls trail, the Marahara, the Marjahara, the Jungle Trek. Um, <laughs> it's tough to be yeah. a bug. That's that's nearly height, is it? Yeah. I suppose you you could hold the kids, can you? You, yeah, hold them for hold hold them onto them for dear life. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not it's probably not as bad as Shrek. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, Kilimanjaro safaris. Okay, okay. Triceratops spin. Uh, the wild right. the wildlife express train affection section where you can like pet goats and things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Right. I mean, there's certainly like in terms of actual numbers, it doesn't. There's not. It doesn't sound like there's a huge amount more. However, things like the animal trails and things like that, you can probably spend a lot of time. Spend a few hours. Spend yeah. a few hours on those, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I think the other thing that we found the other day at Drusilla's is that. Like eating lunch, mm-hmm. it's not a twenty-minute thing; it's an hour thing. <laughs> like, yeah, and it, there's yeah. no need for us to rush any of this. Like in our Disney trip, of course. If if we want to spend two hours at quick, like eating our quick service and just chilling out, mm-hmm. playing with mm-hmm. Piper for a bit in the park, well, I'm I'm just ha- honestly, if the trip goes ahead, Donna and I are both just happy to be back in the parks. Yeah, yeah, no, it's understandable, isn't it? But we've done all the rides before, apart from. Like two, two or three of them. Yeah, apart from a handful of new ones. So that's Animal Kingdom. Uh, moving on to Epcot. Obviously, there's a lot there for Donna and I with the Food and Wine Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've got actually Epcot is, is not bad. You've got Awesome Planet, which is relatively new, obviously yeah. in the land. Yeah, um, could be good for Piper. It's about nature and stuff. Um, Canada Far and Wide, the Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival. Frozen Ever After. I thought that had a height, height restriction, but pleasantly surprised that it doesn't. 
that doesn't have a height restriction. Apparently not. That does surprise me because it it's got like, like a few drops. It's a, it really surprised us as well. I was convinced it had a height restriction. Yeah, I <laughs> I would just assume it would because yeah. yeah. Um, the Grand Fiesta Tour starring the three Caballeros. Yeah. Impressions to France. Journey into imagination with Figment. Living with the land. Mm-hmm. Reflections of China. Spaceship Earth. The American Adventure. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> the, the Seas with Nemo and Friends. Walt Disney Imagineering presents the Epcot Experience. It's not really an attraction. Um, Beauty and Be- the Beauty and the Beast sing along, which is obviously interchanges with the. Oh, yeah, Impressions um, of France, impressions isn't it? France. Yeah. Um, and that, I think, is everything. That's a pretty strong list. Epcot like, is probably the second strongest. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you're only missing out sort of like soaring test, test track, track. Mission space. Mission space, yeah. That's it, I think. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> I don't think there's many. Really strong. Mm, very strong, very strong. Because there's a lot of boat boat sort of rides, isn't there? That sort of stuff. Yeah, in Epcot. Yeah, um, I think yeah, we should. I be think she'll really enjoy living with the land. Actually, she better. <laughs> she doesn't. She's uh, she's being dropped off in the in, in the uh, desert section, and I'm not picking her up for the rest of the trip. <laughs> you will learn to li- love living with the land. You will learn to live with the land. <laughs> and then um, magic is obviously a, a, a very different story. You've got, of course, yeah. It's a small world. Astro Orbiter surprises me, but Astro Orbiter that that does surprise me a little bit. But okay, Buzz Lightyear, Country Bear Jamboree, Dumbo, Jungle Cruise, Liberty Square Riverboat, Mad Tea Party. Actually, she did. We went on teacups the other day, and she enjoyed them. See, that's that's what I find strange. Like that doesn't have a restriction, but Ass does. Yeah, I guess with the, the teacups, you don't have to spin them. I suppose, but it's still spinning. It does like, it slightly, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like you're still like you're still going in circles, sort of yeah. thing, at speed. Whereas that's all that ass is doing. I know. Except it, except ass is it's more of a it, it doesn't whip you round, but it's less of a it's, it's less it, of a constant circle, isn't it? It was slow, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, Phil our Magic, Pete Pan's Flight, Price of the Caribbean, the Carousel. She loved the Carousel Trisillas the other day. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean is an interesting one. Again, similar to Frozen. Yeah. 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 Um, Haunted Mansion, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Winnie the Pooh, Tom Sawyer Island, Journey of the Little Mermaid, Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress, Enchanted Tiki Room, Swiss Family Treehouse. Um, and the people mover will be back up and running by then as well. Yeah, yeah. A really good selection of magic, as you'd expect. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when you sort of when you think of like how many of those rides there are, you can understand why magic is the most popular in terms of like visitor numbers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, definitely. Yeah. Um, Hollywood. I mean, I didn't. Hollywood's the first time I've sat down even on this podcast and actually gone through that list. And I'm pretty, I don't want to be like that parent, but it's pretty (laughs) disgusting, actually. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't mind as much, like, outside of COVID, but with COVID happening, there is, with all the shows cancelled, there is nothing for a 12-month old or 14-month-old to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's pretty bad, isn't it? To be fair, it's surprising, but they do get in for free. Yeah, yeah. 
So, I mean, it is, it is surprising to a degree because I think they all, you know, all the other parks have something that you can do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess the thing is, it's not because you've got the other three parks, it's not the end of the world. No, but, no, no. But true. it would be nice to have something because then at least, at least when you go there, it's not just <laughs> your, your child can't do anything really. I think what we'd probably aim to do there is get to Hollywood, try and get a well, we're trying to get a rise of resistance boarding pass. Yeah. Do that. Do runaway railway. Do Muppet Vision. Mm-hmm. And then post 2 p.m. you can park hop. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it basically it just becomes a half-day park for you then, doesn't it? It, it does, yeah. That's, it does. That's what, yeah. I mean it, and it, if it, anything, animal probably becomes more of a closer to a full day park. Yeah, I think it does, definitely. I mean, it, you know, yeah. it's it, the story changes if they decide to bring back shows. Now, Festival of the Lion King is coming back in May. Okay. So I'm assuming they're going to start thinking about bringing back other shows before August, I would mm-hmm. think. Yeah, you would. Uh, you, like, you'd probably you assume. So. Especially yeah. like Indiana Jones, which is basically an outside arena just covered with tarpaulin. Yeah. It seems that's... that's pretty... It seems prime for bring it back, doesn't it? I mean, if anything, I would have brought back Fantasmic and Indiana Jones first before bringing back an indoor show. Yeah, but you would assume you you would assume so, considering especially as like there's not there's not that like much contact or closeness with those shows as such as there. Like obviously, no. obviously, like Indiana Jones, they 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 do get close to a degree, but you know, well, Lion King, all the actors are pretty close. Yeah, yeah. You think a lot? Uh, it feels like they would be a lot closer than than say Indiana Jones. And like thirty five percent capacity, you've not really got to worry too much about the crowds being that close. You could do it. You could easily space all of those shows out. Yeah, I think they'll come back. I think they'll come back. Um, but we'll see. So just to, I guess just to finish off, and obviously we will talk about this trip more as we start to plan. Like Donna and I have not sat down and, and thought about restaurants or quick service places or anything yet. We haven't got any dining plans because they don't exist. Of course, yeah. So that's something else to consider, obviously spending all the money on the food. Um, but in terms of park passes so far, we've got our first day in Magic, as you would expect. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Normally we would be at Epcot the next day, but we are going to Animal. Okay. Then we've got Epcot on the Monday. Then we have Hollywood Studios. Then we have Magic. Then we have Epcot, then we have Hollywood Studios, and this is because I'm now moving into Memorial Day weekend, so I'm trying to plan around that. Right, okay, okay. So we have um, Epcot on the Thursday, Hollywood on the Friday, Animal Kingdom on the Saturday, Magic Kingdom on the Sunday, and then Memorial Day we're at Animal Kingdom, which I believe will be the least quiet of the parks. You mean the quietest, not the least quiet. At least busy. Then. Back at Epcot on the Tuesday, Wednesday at Hollywood, Thursday at Animal Kingdom, Friday at Magic Kingdom, and that is the day, and then, sorry, Saturday, um, flying back. So no, no, right. no work for the Saturday, because we've got a 14-day pass, and we're there for 15 nights. Right, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, and I presume, because obviously those are all just booked in for Disney days, maybe you might have a universal day maybe somewhere. I th- um, yeah, my, my gut says... We will probably get rid of one of the Hollywood Studios days. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like Universal will be like fairly sim- similar. Like the majority of the rides, Piper won't be able to go on. There'll be a f- there'll be a handful. 
Yeah, and Donna and I discussed potentially just getting um, express passes for Universal. Right, yeah. And then it's, you know, if you get an express pass at Universal, I don't know if they're offering express passes at the minute, I'm being totally honest. Someone will be able to tell me if they do, if they are or, are or aren't. Mm-hmm. But if they do at the time, we'll get two express passes and just, I'll go and do one thing and then we'll swap. And I know they have child swap, but you still have to queue. Yeah. yeah whereas yeah. whereas with Express you don't. It's basically you just walk on everything, don't you? So Yeah, pretty much. It's um yeah. So if we do go to Universal, I suspect that's what we will do. I mean it wouldn't be a bad shout because then then you wouldn't necessarily need another day. We yeah, we'd get the most of it. We'd just do both parks in a day and then pipe with all of the kids' rides. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the plan at the minute. Obviously we're the early stages of thinking about because you can't book restaurants 180 days in advance is 60 days in advance now okay okay so you're looking at sort of um beginning of july that you yeah. could potentially book yeah so or end of june potentially end of june early july yeah i mean the salary yeah. is definitely on the cards right as you'd expect but obviously okay, we're not sort of <laughs> gnawing at a uh at a uh, uh what they call fillet yeah exactly <laughs> I mean, they're incredibly tender. So if she's I mean, only got two teeth, sure, it'll be fine. Honestly, she will eat anything. She's like a seagull. <laughs> um, so we haven't discussed anything really beyond a, a couple of favourites. I actually yeah. suspect we will book a couple of places like T-Rex, Rainforest, uh, Planet Hollywood. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not because they are cheap. I think they, I mean, they are among the cheapest sit-down restaurants. Mm-hmm. Because I think they're all good, like family restaurants. Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah, um, you know, I don't particularly think that the food is best on property, and I think, you know, I'd, I'd definitely be lying if I was to say that was the case. I don't think the food is bad at any of them, mm-hmm. but um, you know, there are no signature restaurants. I, I think we'll, yeah, my gut says we'll go to those three. Probably hit the cellier. Probably hit. Um, uh, What's the one I'm thinking of? Yaki Yeti. Yeti. Yeah. That, I think that you often see babies and things eating in there. Right, okay. I've certainly seen a lot of kids in that restaurant when I've been in there. So I think, you know, that's fine. La Celia, I might ruin the experience for a few people, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> but I think what we'll do with like La Celia is we'll book it at like eight o'clock. So Piper should be asleep right. in a pram or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Think, you know, things like that. All, to, all, all kind of food and things to be decided. If they introduce the dining plan and it comes back, I'll ring up Disney and, and add it on. Yeah, you reckon you go for it? Even, even if I have to pay for it, I just like knowing that it's there and I don't have to worry about it. Right. But obviously that's still up in the air. Yeah, yeah. There's no sign of coming back yet. No, I haven't heard anything as yet. So, yeah. And then, so we, we fly back on the... 20 no sorry we fly back on the 11th and then i'm back out with you on the 28th <laughs> uh, that's brilliant <laughs> what a what a month september is going to be i know incredible well assuming it all goes ahead well yeah you've just got to assume at this point yeah but who who knows yeah who knows it can all it can all change relatively quickly can't it unfortunately 
You can. I think that time of year is is the is the best time to think about it. Like, yeah, everyone yeah. in the UK is going to be vaccinated by then. Everyone in America will be vaccinated by then. And oh, then, is is that the the goal? Is it? Yeah, yes. But both countries will be done by then. Both vaccines mm-hmm. will be done by then. Um, it just depends on any new variants, and unfortunately, you can't predict those. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You know. So yeah, I know there's plenty. There's plenty of people that probably listen to this thinking I'm I'm an idiot for booking two trips in 2021, and and you know you you could be right. You know, there's still restrictions that we're going to struggle with. Wearing a mask in in August heat is going to be tough, um. But restrictions are lifting, and I think those are things that we're getting excited about. So we can take our masks off for photos outside. Um, yeah, which means yeah. we can have those memories of Piper we didn't think we could have before that kind of helped tip me over the edge to book the trip and uh, we've just seen that you can now refill your own drinks at, at disney world as well something right. that again hasn't been possible for, up, up until this point a it's fantastic because i will probably buy refillable mugs for us mm-hmm. b um it, it's a good sign that club call might be free <laughs> when, when it reopens <laughs> um, again later in the summer yeah so do you, do you pos- think um do you think, do you think Disney might um remove masks in out- outdoor spaces? I, I think I, I think I saw was it Dollywood mm. have have announced that. I don't know if well, I don't know when they're doing it. Um but they, would, it was announced. I think you know if I was in charge of Disney World knowing what we know about how the virus transmits mm-hmm. I would I would say they will probably relax the masks outside in the summer right i i mean i i would i wouldn't feel uncomfortable walking around disney world now where i would feel uncomfortable is standing in a crowd watching um happy ever after yeah yeah if you were that's up to me then i can put my mask on and and that's Mm -hmm. my choice that's fine i get it um but like you know thinking you know 10 till eight in the evening in magic kingdom outside I've not really got any issues with with kind of taking my mask off if if, if I'm fully vaccinated and Don's fully vaccinated and yeah, that's the thing. If you're in if you're in more open spaces, then there's there's less risk, isn't there? Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, I think don't I don't want people to think that I'm anti masks because I'm not. I, mm-hmm. I think the UK has handled it very differently. Like our, our theme parks, you don't have to wear masks outside. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I'm not anti-mask. I'm if, if Disney have got the mask rule outside, I'm not against following it. Um, mm-hmm. I will follow whatever rules Disney want us to follow. Um, equally, I won't feel uncomfortable if I have to, if if I don't have to wear a mask outside because I've been doing it in the UK for the last twelve months. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And in in, in sometimes quite you know in the middle of town centre. I mean, on market day, it does kind of feel like Magic Kingdom if I'm honest. <laughs> You mean busy wise, not not. It's the magical place. Mag- it's no, the most it's, magical place on earth. <laughs> no, it's, it's horrendous. It's like hell on earth. But I, 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 my gut says that they will relax masks outside this summer. It wouldn't surprise. It wouldn't surprise me. It. I. I. I suspect Disney will be one of the lot. I feel like they will probably be one of the later ones to relax the rules. I, I think. Um, yeah, I, I agree. But I think what where they have the benefit is they tend to have a cast member at the entrance of every ride. Right. Yeah. So as people are coming into the queue, they can just say, put your mask on. Yeah. 
and I know that's not fun for the cast members. I get that, but they're open. They've got jobs, and I I know a lot of people are leaving Disney at the minute because of the way the guests are treating them. And oh, oh, lot, right, okay. A lot of people are leaving Disney at the minute, but and I, and then that's not on. There is no excuse to treat cast members like that. Mm-hmm. But I think that role of the cast member at the start at the front of an attraction may well be just to, as people are coming at, from outdoors in just to say that just make sure your mask is on. Yeah. That feels yeah. like a natural evolution. If, if fast pass is still gone to that front facing role, rather than watching people scan their magic bands, it's just, just make sure you mask up. Yeah. I, Cause I think, I feel like that's like a bit of the risk, isn't it? With, um, yeah, I agree with sort of, reducing the requirements for masks is that where you do have to then say you have to wear a mask you'll get you'll get people that won't want to do that yeah um because i mean let's just say there's a certain portion of the population that aren't keen on wearing masks anyway yeah um and so trying to get them to switch you know take it on and off and on and off there's going to be some arguments there isn't there uh, yeah, I think for anyone in the UK, we're kind of used to it, aren't we? I feel like yeah, like there's definitely there's definitely people over here that are like anti-mask and all that sort of stuff. Um, I feel like it's a bit more vocal in the US uh, than it is over here. Um, At the end of the day, like you walk, you know, I, I'm walking on, you know, e- even if I was anti-mask and I'm not, I'm walking onto private property. Mm-hmm. They've got their rules. If you don't follow them, they have the right and they should kick you out. Yeah, yeah, completely understandable, isn't it? Um, I, I would, I would favour them um, allowing us to take our masks off outside. I wouldn't be as comfortable if they were to say, "When you know, we're removing masks this year." Oh, what entirely? Entirely. Yeah, I think, I think, I think I read that they they have said that don't expect you know yeah. or the expect the there to be some sort of masks until the end of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, which which basically means that if you're inside wearing them, that's that's going to be the the last place that they will remove the restrict the um, requirement, won't it? So yeah, I I think so. It, it makes sense. It does yeah. make sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, Donald and I were talking. We're we're going to have to buy quite a few masks because mm. they're going to get sweaty. Yeah, because I mean, presumably you could get through a few in a day potentially. Probably yeah, probably two or three to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're probably we're probably gonna we will probably buy some Disney ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but equally uh, we're probably also will just buy a box of medical ones. Yeah, buy in bulk sort of thing. Yeah. Just because, you know, I'd love to have 50 Disney masks, but you know, I'm not willing to spend <laughs> you also, you'd also like to have some money left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's the trip so far. That's all the detail I've got in a minute. Obviously. If things get cancelled, if things get booked, I will share the entire experience on the podcast. Um, we'll just have to see. Yeah, yeah, it's really a case of just playing it by ear at the moment, isn't it? And uh, it is it hoping really for is. the best. Yeah, we're hopeful, but you know that's all you can be at the minute. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, thank you very much for listening. For a bit of a different show, but I'm, I'm excited to go with my daughter, obviously. Um, mm-hmm, I just to see what what the differences are. I know I'm going to be a lot. I'm tired when I go anyway, <laughs> but I know it's yeah. going to be tiring. Um, yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like it's probably just going to be shorter days, shorter days than what you're normally used to out there. Yeah, I was, I was, I've been. We've been listening to a, a podcast actually with um, Josh Widdicombe and Rob Beckett, 
Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They, they both got kids and they, they do it like a lockdown parenting podcast. Right. And Rob Beckett was talking about, he took his, before all of this kicked off, he took his kids to Disneyland Paris with his wife. And they said, obviously the park shut at seven, don't they? Or six or something like that, depending on the year, time of year. Yeah. And they'd get back to the hotel room. And he said, because there was two double beds, one for him and his wife and one for his, I think he's got two daughters. I could be wrong, but they okay. would sleep, like his daughters would sleep in the same bed. Um, Cause obviously you're in Disney and it's kind of what you do. And he said, because they couldn't, they couldn't do anything. You can't leave the room and leave them in there. Yeah. Yeah. To go to the bar or anything. So he said, and they couldn't put the TV on or talk loudly because the kids are asleep. Right. Right. So he said that what they did is they literally sat by the door by the door of the hotel room on their phones texting each other um and, and got through a bottle of wine each every night <laughs> and i think that could be what donna and i do yeah yeah <laughs> although i mean piper is probably does sleep you fairly well but it just you just don't know until you get out there how it's going to go no no I, I mean i suppose you've always got like um, you've always got Netflix on your phone, don't you? And headphones. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not, thing, I'm, not, I'm not too worried about it. And uh, yeah, yeah. If, if if either of us are desperate for a drink at the bar, like I will happily just go and sit down bar for half hour by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you would run. I'm sure you would. <laughs> oh, you've been gone four hours. What, the bar's only down the end of the hallway. Oh no, no, I went to Jot Lindsay's. <laughs> going to the hotel bar I never said yeah. that I said also very believable I said the bar the, the bar what other bar do you think I was talking about yeah the bar <laughs> the bar of all the bar to end all bars so yeah no I think that will happen to be honest I think that's what what it will be <laughs> and it's not going to be a normal trip you know it's it's still going to there's still going to be restrictions most of the shows probably still won't be happening I doubt any of the fireworks will be going ahead but Piper's at the age where she's not going to give a damn, to be honest. She's not no. going to know any different. No, if anything, you made you wonder whether the fireworks would uh, upset yeah. her. Yeah, exactly. Like, and she's used to seeing Donna and I masks, like when we're in um, supermarkets and things. Yeah. She knows it's us. She's still like, if I poke my head around the buggy with my mask on, she's still laughing and knows it's me. So it's, 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 it's a shame that she's grown up knowing that, but it is what it is. Yeah, but I mean, hopefully, in the um, in the not too distant future, she won't. Um, it won't be like that, and yeah. it's at a time when she doesn't really. She won't remember. So. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, this trip is more for our our memories, and it's hers. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Absolutely. And it's a it's a great excuse to celebrate Donna's thirtieth. Well, yeah. There's 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 a there's a good few reasons, isn't there? You know, you got. You obviously got Piper, Piper taking Piper away first time. You've got Donna's birthday. You've got two year gap between the last time it's being there. Exactly the 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 awful sort of last eighteen months to two years that it has been. So um, yeah, and I yeah. think people forget that. Like you know, we give Disney a lot more stick than most podcasts do, and and mm-hmm. rightfully so. They deserve to get the the hate that they do when they do stuff wrong. Equally, I don't think we can take away from the fact that I mean, certainly for me, if I'm sat down and I'm hearing the interventions, music in Epcot, I've mm-hmm. got a Starbucks in hand. I'm the happiest. I'm the happiest I, I will be in, you know, 
the mental health outside of Disney, the mental health relief that you, that I get certainly from being in those theme parks mm-hmm. is, is like nothing else. And I think it's been tough not having that break. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so I'm look, I'm looking forward to it if it does happen. If it, I'm kind of thinking that it won't, and if it does, it'll be a nice. Yeah, I guess that that's that's really the attitude you need, isn't it? You need that, you, that's what we've taken for our trip as well. Yeah, yeah, because you can't you can't like pin all your hopes on this thing that you know might not happen because I mean I've already had two Disney trips re you know cancelled yeah. as a result of the pandemic. So it's kind of like at this point it's like, yeah, if it happens, great, but I'm not holding my breath. Um, no, exactly. So, yeah. So yeah, hope you've enjoyed this um, show. Um, please do leave us a review on the uh, iTunes podcast app thingy. Um, go and follow us on all the socials. Just search for Theme Park Trader. If you're thinking about doing the same thing with your family and you've never been before or you've been before but never been with kids, um, honestly, feel free to ask me questions because we can probably help each other out. Um, just find me on Twitter at Ryan Oggs. And we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota. And they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>